welcome to episode two of the Pen and Chase Fantasy Baseball Simulation Podcast. Happy holidays, everyone. It's early December. Hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving holiday and is uh, having a joyous time preparing for the Christmas holiday coming up. I first wanted to thank everyone for all your positive feedback about the podcast. Heard from quite a few people, and it sounded like a lot of people enjoyed the first episode. So um, that's great. Uh, thanks for that. That was encouraging. Gave me the motivation to try this again. Uh, and uh, if you guys have any ideas or, or things, topics you want discussed on the podcast, let me know. We'll be happy to do that as well. But uh, where I wanted to pick up was where we left off last time. And I had just started answering some of the questions that were posted on the board this past summer. Uh, I had really only gotten to Stuby's question. Um, he asked several things. And one of the things he asked that I didn't get to was, um, what was the earliest version of the website like? And um, I uh, teased a little a little story about uh, kind of the chaos that ensued when I first launched the website, and I thought I'd uh, give you some of that uh, give you some of that background. But it would probably help to start sort of explain what my early vision for the site was. So as I was building the site and preparing to roll it out publicly, the the initial intent of the website was to make it really a self-service tool and what I was trying to do was offer up the flexibility of the commissioner tools that I had built for myself so that I could run my own league and offer that up to the public so that creative folks out there who wanted to do the same thing could run leagues of their own with their friends and family or even you know find find some new folks on online and get them to join their leagues it was all about um, customization and just a platform to run your own league um, and that's kind of that was my whole sort of design and intent and when I kind of flipped the switch and, and rolled it out to the public something relatively unexpected happened uh, people started finding the site they started signing up but they didn't really understand the concept that they had to create their own league and then get their friends to join so all these folks started signing up and they were like, I don't get it. Where are the leagues? Like, how do I get a team? How do I join a league? And I immediately thought, oh, crap, all these people are signing up and they just want to be able to start playing, which makes total sense once it actually happens. But it was something I completely didn't anticipate for whatever reason. So I had a little bit of a panic attack and then I sat down and thought, okay, what am I going to do to keep these folks around? Because here I had done all this work to start to drive people to the site and I was losing them immediately because they were getting there and not understanding the site at all. And I realized that I was either going to have to shut it down and start over or I was going to have to very quickly provide a way for people to join a league immediately. And so it struck me that I was going to have to very quickly offer up an automated league that didn't require any commissioner, but just required that people join it and pick a team. And 
I knew right off the bat that I wasn't going to be able to quickly develop any kind of sophisticated draft system. So if I were doing that from scratch, I probably would have created a draft room and thought of some way to like schedule drafts or maybe launch with some sort of a bid draft option or something like that that would allow folks to quickly join a league and and quickly set up a time that they could draft with the rest of the players in the league but that was not going to be an option to do it right away and thus the quick auto draft that you have now all become very familiar with was born on the spot and literally within a couple of days I cooked up the concept of cooked up and built and launched the concept of the auto draft, which was that as each team joined a league, you would be presented a small subset of players at each position. And you could literally go through and draft darn near your entire team right there in one sitting. And the concept being that the players you were offered in the auto draft would be some sort of balance of players so that you know, the first team that got in wouldn't be that much more powerful than the last team that got in. Uh, now you can imagine, and, and as you, you've all experienced over the years, those of us, those of you who have been with us from the very beginning, uh, that, that that's a flawed concept to begin with and a concept that's really hard to get perfect. And it underwent lots of tweaking and adjusting and um, a lot of feedback from a lot of longtime Pen and Chase users uh, to get that formula better. It's never going to be perfect. Um, I, you know, I still don't love the concept in general, but it, it was born out of necessity. So um, very quickly, I, I, I delivered the auto draft concept and pretty much right from there, um, league started going uh, within a couple days. And, and as they were as they were going, I had to kind of figure out all the other stuff that I was going to have to do that wouldn't require a commissioner. So the very first leagues that actually ran on pennant chase, when the leagues would complete, I literally had to go in there and set up the playoffs and figure out the, the configuration and award the MVPs and do all that. And I thought, Oh my gosh, there's no way, there's no way I'm going to be able to keep doing this for every single league, every single season. I'm going to have to automate all of this. So it was pretty much on the fly in those early years. Well, early years, those early first few months where I had to create uh, all the automated systems that would essentially run a league without any kind of commissioner involvement. The other thing that was happening that was rather unexpected was in those early days, I could never keep up with the volume. I could never keep up with demand, the volume of leagues to equal demand. And so what would happen was people would be joining and there wouldn't be any open leagues. And when I first launched the website, again, only those of you from the very early days would probably even remember this, uh, each league only had eight teams and actually in the, in the, at the very beginning, each le each season, I think was only like 120 or 130 games. We didn't even do a full 162 game schedule. It was all kind of based off. Remember I built the site off our family league and we had kind of just unique rules and guidelines that we used for that league. And that's what the whole site was, was built, built off of. So, um, it wasn't until, you know, several months or a year in that people started saying, Hey, your site's awesome, but 
I want to play a full 162 game baseball season, you know, and, and then more feedback came in that, Hey, you know, I want more teams in the league because eight teams just isn't really enough competition. But in the early days, again, it was just eight team leagues, two, four team divisions, and uh, the leagues would fill up in a snap and there wouldn't be enough leagues available for the, the new folks that were joining. And then the, the third problem that was completely unexpected was that as, as players would join the league, they wanted to join multiple teams. So as soon as a league opened up, the people that were already members on the site were filling up the leagues immediately. And these these users were, were jumping into 10, 15, 20 leagues. And I, my jaw was just dropping. I'm going, how how do you even stay interested in 20 teams at a time? But that's what people wanted. And so very shortly after that, I had to come up with the league cap and I initially capped it at 20. I thought, okay, 20 is plenty to stay interested and stay involved. And and if you go beyond that, I don't even know how you're, how you're really a responsible active owner. And so, um, you know, capped it at 20. And of course, as you guys know, the demand was to go much more beyond that and so eventually we rolled in the whole you know if you donate i'll let you join more um and that cap has expanded now to 50 (laughs) which i don't think we're going any higher than that because again i don't know how you can be a responsible owner when you have that many different teams but uh all these different problems came up that that i didn't anticipate at all uh so eventually um i rolled out a system where new leagues would be created as old leagues were being filled up and then we capped the number of leagues that existing users could join so that when new players join the site they would actually have leagues to join because if we didn't put a cap on it then what you found what you had was all the existing owners on the site were joining all the leagues and that's where the whole baseball bucks concept came into play where you could only join three leagues at a time then you had to wait 24 hours because Again, what was happening is all the existing owners were taking up all the spots. So if if we didn't force folks to wait 24 hours before they could join a few more leagues, uh, it was just it wasn't it didn't make any sense for the new folks who were coming into the site because they they literally had no leagues to join. I think one of the kind of cool things that came out of all this is that people really wound up loving the whole auto draft concept where you go in and you just pick your players, you know, subset of players at each position. And, um, you know, over time there have obviously been a lot of folks who have joined the website who don't love that style of drafting. And frankly, I'm one of them. I don't particularly like it. I'd, I'd much rather have more control. I'd much rather do a traditional draft. And that's why just, last year or maybe it was a couple years ago now we rolled out the the daily draft which is more like a traditional draft except it basically takes place over the span of several days where each round takes eight hours and you can go in and submit your your draft order for each eight hour segment Uh, and that's much more like a a traditional draft where you're making your pick round by round and you have much more control over the team that you ultimately end up with. Um, and I personally personally uh, much prefer that method, even though I won't say that my teams are necessarily having a ton more success with that method, but um, I, I do enjoy it a little bit more. Um, you know, the auto draft over time, again, it has evolved. It People found out ways to game the system. And, and so, 
that was one of the problems with it. We we plugged a lot of the holes and a lot of the the glitches that folks were using to sort of game the auto draft and and just come up with you know one dominant team after another after another. I don't really know how that's fun for people, but as as they got as folks were kind of uncovered, discovered uh, as kind of finding these glitches. Uh, we, we actually chased those folks down and we said, Hey, look, we know you're cheating. Tell us how you're cheating and we want to fix it. And we want to this can't be fun for you. Um, tell us what you're doing and we want to fix this and we want to make it better. And, um, and so really that auto draft formula now has been in place for, for quite a while. Um, it's undergone some tweaks here and there. But for those of you who like it, great, it's still there. I don't really have any plans to take it away. Although I will say if I was building the draft all over again from scratch, that concept never would have been born. But, um, you know, it, it, it's an option for those who like it. And then now we have the, the daily drafts for those who want a more uh, traditional option in the auto leagues. And then the draft room really didn't come until... But I don't think I built the draft room until maybe three years after the site was launched. So really the site just existed um, with that method of, of drafting. Uh, and then eventually we rolled out the draft room and that that allowed for a lot more creativity with, with the custom leagues. It's, it's really fascinating, the trajectory of the website, because... My initial concept was really all about the custom leagues, right? That That's what I felt was the strength of the site. But in the early days, that really wasn't the case. And it was, it was really all about the auto leagues because that was the way you could join and quickly participate. Uh, over time, that has really shifted kind of back to my initial vision where... I think you've got at least a 50-50 split in terms of people who join the site and strictly now do custom leagues. They don't really like the auto leagues. They just don't find them as challenging. I mean, if you think about it, it's like any other sports, online sports league you join. I, I can relate it to like, you know, fantasy baseball or fantasy football. If you join a, you know, a free Yahoo league, you know, you're half those those uh, people probably aren't even participating, probably aren't even active. You're probably competing against, you know, maybe 50% of the league. And then it's questionable at that, you know, how many of those folks are even all that engaged. If you've got your own private league where, you know, the people, you know, your friends and family are part of it. Um, it's a much more interactive and um, challenging environment. I mean, I've got, you know, I've played in, in Yahoo fantasy football leagues and, you know, I think I, I get to the playoffs probably about 80 to 90% of the time in those leagues. Uh, if you compare that to, you know, leagues where I play against family and friends, it's certainly not as easy to, uh, to have success. But, you know, uh, with with a blessing always comes a curse. And that is certainly the case with our custom leagues. Um, you know, we, we had all these folks who wanted to be commissioners, but not everyone is a good commissioner. And it, those of you know that uh, it's really tough to be uh, a good commissioner. It does take a lot of work and you do have to sort of put the league ahead of your own self-interests. And not everyone is like that. And uh, we had a lot of problematic commissioners. And in the, you know, that, that has always been a challenge with the Penn and Chase brand because a lot of folks come to the site, they, they quickly join the custom leagues, they run into a bad commissioner or two, and then they have a negative opinion of the website. And that's always been a challenge as well. And I've debated that a lot 
in in the years past of you know did, did I make a mistake should I just completely get away you know do away with custom leagues should I just enhance the auto league product and make this a completely automated website and take the human element out of it but I've really hesitated to do that because the good custom leagues that we have and the good commissioners that we have make the site so fabulous, you know, so rich and so cool. And that was the whole initial hope and concept of the website to begin with. And people have done great and cool things um, with their with their leagues. I mean, one of my favorites is a, is a college baseball league that I'm in that's been going on for a while now. It takes an immense amount of work. They've, you know, I think three different commissioners uh, put a fair amount of work into it every season, but it's such a cool experience because in a, in a college environment, your roster's turning over, you know, really every single year you're losing seniors and you're gaining freshmen. And it's this constant jigsaw puzzle that you're putting together. And what these guys have done with this college league is just, um, it's, it's probably my favorite league on the site really. And, and I've just had such a great amount of fun with it and it's such a big league that it's very difficult to win I think I've won two or three times over the course of like gosh we've probably played 30 plus seasons you know maybe 40 I don't know I mean so it's um it's it's a really well done league and uh I think those leagues are really what what make the site unique so even though we struggle sometimes with uh with some commissioners in the end, it's it's all worth it. Um, we we've come a long way when when we put sort of the the donation restrictions and I put air quotes around that because you know those of you who are have been on the site for a while are good commissioners. You know I, I extend your leagues and I don't I don't require anything more from you. Um, but I think that initial barrier to entry has become very important because you know we just had young kids coming on and starting their own leagues and not knowing what they're doing i, I don't even want to make it an age thing because you could really be any age and uh, you can run a bad league or not know what you're doing or be selfish or you know cheat for your own team those are all problems that are going to happen and you know really count on the community to sort of uh to sort of weed those those leagues out of the uh out of the list and you know we, we had a recent board fight going on and and the boards have been way more calm in the last couple of years too so i think a lot of the progress we've made in terms of being able to block and filter certain users has come a long way in terms of making the boards a friendlier place but um you know there was a recent argument on the board where a few people did not like someone's league and i'm still getting messages from a couple people saying you should be shutting this league down well to be honest i really don't shut leagues down unless it gets completely out of control because I find that the users at the end of the day are going to shut the league down themselves. If you leave the league and you quit the league and, you know, you private message your friends and say, this wasn't a great league, get out of there, uh, the league's going to shut down on its own. You know, I mean, it, it, that's what happens. I'm not into being, a, I don't have the time to babysit or be a cop. I tell folks that all the time, that the community's got to police itself. And for the most part, it's done a great job. Um, and so, you know, even even this recent league that, that some folks had an issue with, I mean, the problem is when folks come to me and say, you know, I don't like this league, you got to shut it down. There's usually four, five, six, seven, eight people who are in that league who are actually enjoying it. And the minute I shut it down, I get this onslaught of why the heck did you shut that league down? It happens every single time. So I've just employed the 
policy that I'm not going to police things. There's no way I have time to know and investigate what's going on in every single league. I'm counting on you guys to do it. And for the most part, it's worked really well. Okay, so the final part of Stuby's question. Gosh, I, I actually have to get through one person's set of questions in this podcast. I can't, I can't push this off to another episode. So the final part of Stuby's question was, um, when did I know I had something special? Uh, that's a great question. I don't, I don't know if I know the answer to that. I mean, I, I think my answer would be, I pretty much knew right away because again, people were joining and they were immediately engaged and they wanted to join leagues. And once they had an opportunity to join leagues, they were joining many, many leagues. And, um, it was pretty much, I mean, the folks who were signing the webs, finding the website in the early days, you know, it was pretty much a success right from the get go. Um, I think what I learned over time is that, you know, this is a pretty niche product. So, folks who find our site are searching pretty specifically for our site. And um, if, you, if you're looking for something like this, you feel like you found Nirvana. If you don't know what this is or you weren't really looking for this type of a game, it's, it's unlikely that we're going to draw you in, but it's happened. Um, but I think what's cool about it is it, we get a lot of people who really want to play, right? I mean, we're not like... We're not tricking people or drawing people into something that they don't really know what it is. People who find Pen and Chase really are looking for this product, and it's also free. And I, the vast majority of searches that we get that come to our site are keen in on the free aspect of it. You know, they're searching for a free website to join because, and I don't blame them because some of the other sites that I've seen, and I, I mean, to pay, you know, 20, 30 bucks for one team in one league, I would never do that. So, um, you know, I, it, it's cool that we have people that come to this site that really want to like the website. Um, I, I don't get too many, uh, I don't get too many nasty negative emails. I mean, I get, you know, maybe two or three a year where someone comes to the website and they just, they start losing right off the bat and they're not going to take the time to figure out how to win and how to play the game right. So they just set blast me with a, you know, a, a nasty email that your game sucks and your engine sucks and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, those people I've learned over time, I, I've tried to win them back. And now I just realize you're never going to win them back. If they come and they, and they hate it and they think your, your code sucks or your engine sucks, they're never coming back. They're never coming back. So, um, you know, and, and those people, thankfully, have been few and far between. And I will also say those people, those people are also going to hate every other game they play. They're, they're, there's no game out there that they're going to love unless they find one that they figure out some loophole or something and they can win constantly. You know, you're not going to win constantly. Very few people win constantly on Pen and Chase. I don't win constantly on Pen and Chase. I don't. I know very few people who do. So that's certainly not not the point of playing on the site. So uh, let me get to one uh, one other set of questions. The next the next set of questions came from Matt Attack, and uh, he echoed some of Stuby's questions. But he also asked um, uh, he actually he asked what is his what my actual job is. So um, I'll give you a little bit about my background. Uh, I I graduated with a journalism major, but I did an awful lot of computer science. Uh, during my undergrad years, and I graduated during the dot-com boom. I think I mentioned that in the last podcast, and so I've been in web development, software development uh, pretty much my whole career. 
Um, and so I've built a variety of websites for um, a variety of different clients and uh, do hold down a, a full-time job uh, working in that area. Uh, and so as I try to tell new people to the site, um, this is a, you know, this is just a hobby. This is a, a, a very, very part-time thing. So I apologize if I can't get back to you right away, but, um, I do my best to, uh, to respond as, as quickly as possible. Um, and then, uh, Matt also asked, um, how much work he puts into the site. I can only imagine it's a lot since being a commish is very time consuming. Yeah, that's true. Being a commish is very time consuming. Um, I've tried to build in as many improvements to the commissioner tools to make your guys' lives easier. But, uh, you know, it's interesting because the site was built for a lot of flexibility to allow for that creativity. And that inherently makes the tools a little more complicated and, and kind of, makes the the work of commissioners sometimes a little more complicated but um, in terms of how much work i put into it it's obviously varied a lot over the years i mean early days early years um you know i would i would put in several hours every day just because i had to um this past year uh has been a much lighter year just a lot more going on in my work life and personal life and you know the whole goal of this site for me was that it could essentially be on autopilot and it was something because i you know i knew that it was something that was not going to be able to generate enough revenue revenue to employ multiple people or anything like that so it was going to have to kind of run on its own and uh you know the whole goal is that the site can be pretty much self-operating and uh i would say over the last year or so it has pretty much gotten to that point um you know in terms of enhancements and other work it just kind of depends on on how much how much time i have we've we've gotten to a point where a lot of the big features that people have asked for are there you know and, and i'll talk in future episodes about where i think the site needs to go and what kind of things we need to add to it but um Again, my time has been a lot lighter recently, but I would say on average, you know, I mean, there's just, there's administrative stuff I have to do pretty much on a regular basis. And then, you know, any kind of enhancements and upkeep of the database and things like that. Um, I mean, there's work pretty much every single day to put into the site. But um, again, it's, uh, I think, as I mentioned last time, it's a labor of love and um, I certainly enjoy it. And I enjoy getting all the good feedback from you guys. It certainly makes it uh, all worthwhile. So, um, I think we'll call it for, for this episode. Um, th there's still, I think a bunch more questions on this thread from last summer. So I think we're going to have enough material here for, uh, for several, for several episodes, which, which is good. But, um, I want to wish everyone uh, a happy holidays. I'm sure we'll get another, uh, another podcast in here before the uh before the holiday season hits us but um again send me your feedback let me know your thoughts on anything and um we'll talk to you next episode